Bud Shumway rubbed his earlobe a bit as he steered his big John Deere 5415 tractor. Cruising in a big semicircle around the edge of the watermelon field, he was working. The lobe still tingled now and then, and he was having trouble getting used to the little silver knob that poked out from it. He wondered what his daddy, who had been a tough uranium miner all his life, would think of Bud getting his ear pierced. He probably wouldn't have approved, thought Bud, and was maybe even rolling over in his grave right now. As for his mama, she probably would have thought it was great, she being the source of his occasional liberal thoughts that kept Bud awake at night in a state of cognitive dissonance. Bud was sure his grandpa, who'd been sheriff up in Carbon County, wouldn't have approved. In fact, Bud himself had been sheriff here in Emory County not so long ago, and he knew this act would save him from ever being considered for that office again. Not that he wanted it. Bud turned the wheels and straightened out the tractor. It was fall, and he was preparing the soil for the winter, plowing under the melons that hadn't made it to the market for various reasons. They were few and far between, as the Crider Melon Farm had seen a successful harvest, which made both Bud and his boss, Bill Crider, very happy. It was the first season for them both. Crider just recently decided to add farming to his list of accomplishments, which included being a well-known mystery writer. Now Bud's ear was starting to itch a bit. He wondered if he'd had the correct ear pierced, as he knew there was an unspoken language of such. Right meant you were gay, or was it left? Maybe he should get the other pierced too, but he wasn't sure if that maybe meant you were bisexual or something. The woman who'd done the piercing up in price had just laughed when he had asked. She said it just didn't matter anymore, as everyone was doing it. Bud sure hoped she was right. It had all been his wife Wilma Jean's idea. She had told Bud she was sick and tired of him always fiddling with something, and it drove her crazy. First it had been the dentine gum, then rubbing the bridge of his nose, then his sunglasses, which he was always losing which made him then revert again to rubbing the bridge of his nose. Maybe, just maybe, if he had something kind of embarrassing to fiddle with, he'd get over the habit. He could eventually let the piercing grow back when he was cured. Bud reminded her that he fiddled because he was a thinker. Besides, it was better than him smoking, wasn't it? Well, Jean agreed, but she still wanted to try out her theory. Bud then reminded her that a guy having his ear pierced was actually considered cool in some parts of the country. She had in turn reminded him that this was Green River, Utah, not New York City. In the end, Bud had complied, even if against his better senses, letting Wilma Jean drive him the 65 miles to Price, to the nearest beauty salon, which was embarrassing enough in itself to enter. He was surprised to see a couple of guys getting haircuts— and wondered what happened to the good old barbershop days. Since Wilma Jean always cut his hair, he was obviously out of touch. And now, sure enough, as he thought about all this, Bud was now starting to fiddle with the ear post, or whatever the heck the thing was called. He had put his foot down when the beautician had wanted to put a nice big silver hoop in his ear. He told her it might interfere with his farming. For some reason— this had elicited a big smile on her part, as well as from the two guys getting their hair cut. 
Bud had kind of slinked out, leaving Woman Jean to pay the bill. Bud stopped the tractor to take out the alcohol and cotton he was supposed to use when the lobe started itching, but just then his cell phone rang. He looked at the caller ID, but didn't recognize the number. He could tell from the prefix, however, that it was someone down in his old hometown of Radium. He wondered how his old law enforcement buddies down there would take his new fashion statement. He thought of his old friend, Humboldt Hum Stocks, who was sheriff there. Maybe word on Bud's progressiveness had gotten out, and they wanted him to come be under sheriff, he mused.